Welcome back to the God's Financial Secret series. And today we want to have a look at Financial Secret 9. You must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. I'm super excited about this episode today because it's one of the secrets that I believe is not maybe the most misunderstood, but is maybe sometimes avoided or not spoken about a lot. Pastor told me once as well that he believes that this message of seed time and harvest generosity is almost the message the Lord gave me for the body of Christ. And I really do believe that in so many ways, not the only message, but one of the messages that I have to be obedient towards to help people to understand. And this secret is so dear to my heart. You must maintain your crops for a proper harvest because so many people are lazy learners and we are going to cross over now and I'm going to pick up this as we reflect on this afterwards but I can't wait for you to get this revelation in secret nine so let's cross over right now to financial secret nine and I'll catch you on the other side of this financial secret nine you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest mark chapter 4 18 and 19 says now these are the ones sown among the thorns they are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. My harvest started to appear in my life. My businesses were growing and the financial pressure I had felt for so long had subsided and it felt great to be prospering. But as Mark chapter 4 says above, we should not become ignorant or arrogant and allow the weeds of life and laziness to enter our lives which will cause the good seed to become unfruitful. The faith, belief, information and skill that it took to get to where you are in your life will not always be enough to keep you where you are and also not to take you to the next level of your life. We maintain our crops by wise planning, common sense and keeping abreast with changes and trends and remain learners in life. Proverbs 24 verse 4 in the Living Bible says, Any enterprise is built by wise planning, becomes strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. You must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. I interviewed a man once who when I asked him what books he had read since leaving school 13 years prior, I was flabbergasted to hear that he had not read a single book since leaving school other than the material required in his previous employment courses. One of the greatest tragedies in life is that most people after leaving grade school think that the qualification they leave school or university with is enough to take them through the rest of their lives. People stop being learners and eventually end up killing themselves instead of skilling themselves. People kill their time, joy and peace by living mundane lives despite having loads of potential. They never realize their full potential simply due to the ignorance of not remaining a learner of life. You must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. King Solomon, who the Bible tells us was the wisest man that ever lived and who had the wealth that even today is unmatched by the wealthiest of our generation, had God say this of him, when he asked him for wisdom above wealth and riches. In 1 Kings 3, 11 and 12, Then God said to him, Because you have asked this thing and have not asked for long life for yourself, nor have you asked for riches for yourself, nor have you asked the life of your enemies, but you have asked for yourself understanding to discern justice, and behold, I have done according to your words. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart, so that there has not been anyone like you before you, nor shall there be anyone that arises after you. Wow, God says that a wise and understanding heart will give you the edge in life to extend your days, create wealth, and be ahead of the pack in life. Solomon goes on to tell us in Ecclesiastes 10.10, If the axe is dull, 
and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength, but wisdom brings success. Abraham Lincoln, who ran for American president four times, failing on his three attempts before that, succeeded the fourth time, has been rumored to have said, if I had six hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend four hours sharpening my axe. See, blunt axes require more physical strength to chop down a tree. So too with a blunt mind or a blunt understanding of life's matters. It'll require more time, more labor, more frustration, and ultimately, more finances to get the job done. You must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. Prior to my business starting to turn around and produce profits, at one point in my life, I was so broke that I could not even pay attention. I was young in my Christian walk and naively decided to step out into a business venture, thinking that all I needed was God and a signboard outside my doors I was destined to succeed. However, 18 months later, I was facing bankruptcy and wondering what I had done to deserve this. In my desperation to find answers to my failing business, I was given a book to read by my pastor's wife during a counseling session with them. I thought, what is a book going to do for me? I need money, not a book. But when you're between a rock and a hard place, what have you got to lose? So I decided to give it a try. The author, Peter Daniels, who eventually became a great mentor of mine, his book was titled, Miss Phillips, You Were Wrong. In his book, Peter Daniels tells the story of how he rebelled against education and society as a young boy in grade one after his teacher, Miss Phillips, told him he was stupid and would never amount to much in life. The title that reads, Miss Phillips, You Were Wrong, and the cover photo of Peter Daniels sitting in his gold Rolls Royce was inspired from the fact that he had proved his teacher wrong after achieving great success in business. This, however, did not happen by chance but by him reaching a point in his life where he at the age of 26 could not even read or write properly and realized something had to change. Peter Daniels made a profound statement in the book that challenged my life at the time and transformed my thinking as a young, struggling, ignorant business owner. When he asked, what have you read in the last six months that once you've read it and applied it to your life will show an upward forward mobilization of your income? Ouch, I'd never looked at my life in that way. I thought that the sign outside or the product inside of my business was enough to generate a consistent income stream for me, and I had never taken the time to learn and read new information to sharpen my axe in business. I needed to apply financial secret one. A seed must be planted, principled by planting some, find some new information seeds. He proceeded to share a profound example that the average American spends less than $10 a year on their brain in order to increase their income. Yet so many think that by simply going through the motions of life, they will get to the other side simply by faith or good fortune alone. You see, you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. I immediately started to plant some knowledge seeds and invest money into my brain by purchasing a few books that would assist me in becoming a sharper and better business owner. I became an avid reader of material that once supplied would give me an upward forward mobilization of my income. Whilst reading another book one evening by renowned author Robert Kiyosaki entitled Rich Dad, Retiring Rich, Retiring Young, he made a profound statement that also jumped off the page at me when he said, what can you do for more people by doing less yourself at a better price? He went on to say that if you could put a product or a service to that statement, it would generate a lot of income for you. I printed each word of that statement on an A4 piece of paper and put it up against my office wall for all to see as Habakkuk tells us to do. 
in Habakkuk 2 verse 2, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Whenever I I had people meet in my office, they would notice my big A4 statement on my wall and ask me what that statement meant and why I'd put it up on my wall in such large print. My answer was always, I'm not sure yet, but I'm meditating on it and trusting God for an idea or product that fits the statement. A few months went by and every day I would look at that statement and ask the Lord for wisdom to apply a product or a service to it. One morning as I was sitting at my desk, it was as if a lightning bolt had hit me. I had it. I realized I had a product and service to apply my statement to on the wall. I was offered a business opportunity a few months prior to this moment, but being so preoccupied trying to pay the rent and salaries, I never had time or took time to think about new ideas. I was simply busy trying to survive. The Lord said to me, the opportunity you are ignoring is the product that will fit the statement on your wall. I sat a few moments and thought about it. How could I have been so ignorant? I picked up the phone and called the company immediately to ask if the offer was still available. I was relieved to hear that it was still available. So you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. A few weeks later, I had signed the deal and, at no cost to me, started to work the product and service in my area. Three years later, the product and service was generating in excess of $3 million a month and I was earning 8% residual income from turnover. Although my story had a so-called happy ending, I realized and was thankful that it was also as a result of me having become a reader and a pursuer of knowledge that I was able to see opportunities clearer simply because I was alert to them. See, Proverbs 11 verse 9 says, The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. So many people who are lazy learners in life are quick to criticize and have opinions about their friends and family who are advancing or increasing in life. But as Proverbs 11 verse 9 says, hypocrites destroy with their mouths, but it's through the pursuit and gaining of knowledge that the righteous of children of God are delivered and set free. So let me ask you the question that was asked of me when I was facing tough times in my life. What have you read in the last six months that once you've read it and applied it to your life will show an upward forward mobilization of your income? Because you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 3 says, For a dream comes through much activity, and a fool's voice is known by his many words. Personal Challenge 9 If the axe is dull, said King Solomon, it requires more strength. It's time to sharpen the axe in your life. See Challenge 9 Identify areas of your life where you are experiencing frustration and struggle and desire change, or need to sharpen the axe in order to improve. Write them down. If it is in the area of finance, then buy a book, Financial Secret 1, that will help you gain more knowledge and when applied will start to bring change. Make notes while reading and apply every nugget in your life. If it is in marriage or raising children or health or fitness, buy a book and start reading. What have you read in the last six months that once you've read it and applied it to your life will show an upward forward mobilization of income? Print out the following statements for your office wall and meditate on them daily. Number one, what have you read in the last six months that once you've read it and applied it to your life will show an upward forward mobilization of your income? Number two, what can you do for more people by doing less yourself at a better price? 
Number three, don't kill yourself, skill yourself. Number four, I choose to remain a learner in life. Number five, you get paid in relation to the value you bring to the marketplace. Number six, I will advance in life by the books I read, the places I go, and the people I meet. Because you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. Confession Session 9. Confess out loud today. Thank you, Lord, that I am a learner in life. Thank you that I will make the time and effort to sharpen my axe and skill myself in all areas of my life. I ask you for wisdom and understanding in my career, business, marriage, and reading of the Bible. Thank you, Lord, that as I become more valuable to my employers, customers, and society, that my income will increase in relation to my value and problems that I solve for others. Holy Spirit, Thank you that you lead me into more truth every day. Allow me to see opportunities in my life that will lead me into harvests of my life. I declare this over my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. Well, as we reflect on Financial Secret 9, wow, you would have heard so much in that secret as well. A secret that's very dear to my heart. As you heard in Mark chapter 4, now these are the ones sown amongst the thorns that the ones who hear the word, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So many people are frustrated. So many people are believing God for great things, and they want to expand their life, and they want to increase. But in order for us to ensure we keep ahead, we keep going from the blade then the stem and then the full grain in the head. In order for us to continue advancing with God, it's important that we understand this secret, a critical secret to understand. Because so many people think that the degree or the education, the qualification, the skill that I have is enough to run my own business, it's enough to carry me through my life. And I want to say to you, sure, it's maybe a catalyst to the entry level into life, but if you don't keep maintaining and keep abreast with what is happening around you, you're going to fall behind because information is changing all the time. And so you would have heard as well, we have to remain learners in life. And I told you as well to write those different statements down on your wall. And I want to encourage you, don't just be hearers of the word, be doers. If you're going to write them down in a visible place or get the Prosper Clock app, it's free. And in the Prosper Clock app, there is a section called Declaration or Confessions. And write these statements down in your Prosper Clock app under declarations and declare them. And then set an alarm and allow the alarm to speak to you. You know, like, for example, that statement, what have you read in the last six months that once you've read it and applied it to your life will show an upward forward mobilization of your income. I mean, just write that down, look at it, stare at it, meditate on it and ask the Lord to reveal it to your heart. Because so often we're reading stuff, we're reading our social media texts and posts, we're reading our WhatsApps, we're reading our text messages and we're reading, people say, I don't like to read, but you're reading all the time. You're reading the signage outside businesses to go in. You're reading all the different deals and specials on Black Friday. And people are avid readers when it comes to things that they enjoy. But when it comes to maintaining, growing, increasing, expanding, oh, that's hard. To read a book is hard. And those kind of statements are statements that I would encourage you to take to heart. Become an avid reader. Don't become a lazy learner. People say, well, this young generation doesn't read today. Well, then I beg to differ. I mean, they're reading, like I said, reading your WhatsApps all the time, busy, 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 but not busy always expanding ourselves in order to grow and increase because you must maintain your crops for a proper harvest. And so we had a look at the fact that Proverbs 24, 4 says, any enterprise is built by wise planning, 
become strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. You can't keep abreast of the facts in life, what's happening around you, if you don't stay on the cutting edge of learning and growing. You heard as well that I said in the chapter we, we listened to was that people, they stop being learners in life. I call them lazy learners. And they end up killing themselves and not skilling themselves. And the difference between killing and skilling is one letter S. And that S is for seed. That S is for seek. That S is for study. That is, you can put a few S's in there, but it's it's when you study to show yourself approved that you start to become skillful. And when David, when he played the harp for Saul in Scripture, you were skillful in the harp. When David killed Goliath, it was because he was skillful in slinging. He practiced his slinging out in the desert for many, many months and years when he looked after his father's sheep. So sometimes God withholds us from a platform or from promotion because he's busy preparing us in the backside of the desert like David. But you have to make sure that you skill yourselves. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were found to be 10 times better. But notice it was in those seasons of isolation that they studied. They mastered the Babylonian system. They were 10 times better. They were on the cutting edge. They were better than everybody else. And that's what made them stand out. And so you also heard that I spoke about that man that I interviewed once when I was in business and asked him what books he'd read. And to my amazement, he'd been out of school for 13 years and he'd never read a book other than the set work books that were required at school or some of his previous employment courses that he went on. And I say to you as well, it was one of the greatest revelations I got when I was struggling in business. That scripture verse, if the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength, but wisdom brings success. And like Abraham Lincoln was heard to be said, that if I had six hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend four hours sharpening my axe. And so sometimes we think I've got a busy, 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 do, 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 do. But what we don't realize is that as you seek and as you study and as you plan and as you prepare, you're able to chop down that tree quicker because your axe is sharp. You have more information. You're one step ahead of the enemy. And I always say that in business, opportunities are never lost. They're just taken by the opposition because they're busy moving and they're busy advancing. And so when my pastor's wife gave me that book at that time, and came pastor's son, and she gave me that book of Peter Daniels, Miss Phillips, You Were Wrong. I mean, what a great book. If you've never read it, you're welcome to look for it online, get a copy where he just speaks about the fact that this teacher told him, you're never going to amount to anything, you stupid, you're a fool. Because at that stage he was. He was 26, uneducated, couldn't read or write, illiterate, and he was an orphan and just had a very tough upbringing, but realized that he was nowhere. And when I bumped into Peter Daniels at age 73, at that stage, he was you know, a billionaire. And the cover title of that book is him sitting on his gold Rolls Royce and outside of the school where Miss Phillips had told him that he would never amount to anything and it's almost like, well, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Miss Phillips. And I, I love that because as you're listening to this today as well, you've got a fingerprint. It's unique. You are destined by God to be on this earth right now to make a difference in this life. And I always say, if you have a life, you have a purpose. So if you're alive right now, you have a purpose. And if you haven't fully discovered your sweet spot or that place where you need to be, that you know that you know that you know, then I suggest that you keep studying, seeking and knocking because it's in the quest of moving forward that you're going to discover the exact place that you should be, the position you should be, the, the right plan, the right place, the right people, God's going to move you there. But if you stand still, you're not going to get there. So I encourage you, get busy reading. The places you go, the books you read, the people you meet. While it's expensive to go overseas, well, you can go there through Google. You just click USA, bam, you're in America. Go to Google Maps and there you are. Read a book. The author of the book, if you remember when you read the Bible, 
we go to Israel because that's where Jesus lived. When we go to Paul's life, we go to Rome, we go to Italy, we go to those places where Scripture takes us. You go to where the author is. And so when we talk about uh, any book that you read, if the author is in America, if the author is wherever else, you go there. And that's how you learn. That's how you grow. And as you grow, you start to expand your mind, your knowledge base. And as you grow more, the amazing thing that happens is that God takes your seed of pursuit, Financial Secret One, and he just supernaturally, miraculously connects the dots. And like one day you're just minding your own business and I had this idea. Suddenly, like I wrote that thing down on my wall. What can you do for more people who are doing less yourself at a better price? Now I say to you, write that down as well. What can you do for more people by doing less yourself at a better price? Speaks about a system that can scale internationally. When the Lord showed me one day, he said that idea, that company that's been nagging you to join to take on their product, that statement on your wall, that the product fits that statement. And it was in the pursuit of reading a book by Robert Kiyosaki, you know, retiring rich, retiring young. Notice I was busy reading, I was busy moving. And as I moved, that statement jumped at me. That statement that jumped at me, the Lord tied that up to the statement on my wall. That uh, product idea, everything fitted. And then bam, it went over into a business that was doing 3 million rand turnover a month, 8% residual commission, work it out. And what I say is, is that God is going to uniquely show you exactly how you need to navigate through the path of your life. Because I know the plans I think for you, says the Lord. They're plans to prosper you, to give you a future, and hope not to harm you. So God's desire for you is to advance. But if you are just going to stay with yesterday's knowledge or last year's or 10 years ago or 13 years ago information, you're going to fall behind. Because any enterprise is built. You have to build into, I will build my church. That's why many churches around the world today are going nowhere. They stand dead still because the pastor who's leading them hasn't got a builder's mindset. We have to build leaders. We have to build structures. We have to build buildings. We have to advance. We have to increase. We have to continue moving forward. That's the heart of God. And as you take territory in the kingdom of God in the church sense, or you take territory in the marketplace, Jesus wants to bless you. He wants to increase you because the more money you make, the more you can give towards God's kingdom, the more God's kingdom can expand. And the more God's kingdom can expand, the more fruit is accounted to your name, your account. And when you die one day, you can take nothing with you. You can only take souls. So that is why I teach these secrets so passionately, why I wrote the book Born to Prosper. Get criticized a lot by saying, oh, it's a prosperity gospel, blah, blah, blah. But if Jesus wasn't into prosperity, reason with me. Why did he multiply the fishermen's nets to the point of overflow that the nets were breaking? Why did he put a coin in a fish's mouth if it wasn't about people had needs on this earth to be fulfilled? Why did he feed 20,000 people with a few loaves and fishes if it wasn't about increase and multiplication? And sometimes religion or sometimes just your perspective of your past or your family upbringing, whatever it might be, can sometimes just play such a limiting role in our lives. And I want to encourage you today this secret is so dear to my heart that it flows out of me, not because I think I'm better at it, but because I want to help you to understand that your life has got a great, great destiny in front of it, but it's not just going to fall out the sky. You have to do something. So buy a book that you can learn from it, make notes on it. And as you make notes, the Holy Spirit comes. As you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit takes the word of God and he reveals Jesus to you. As you read a book, the Holy Spirit takes that and it marinates it into your daily life. And you're driving along and suddenly, bam, you see a sign, you have a meeting. And in a meeting, you're having a conversation with a guy. And as the guy's speaking about something, something from the book that you read last week, the Holy Spirit brings it to your remembrance and you go, bam, and you say it. And the guy goes, wow, I like that. But actual fact, it was because you read that statement in a book and the Holy Spirit brought it to your remembrance in a conversation. That's what he does. He's your helper. He's your paracletos. He's your helper. 
But if you're not going to study, seek, and knock, which Jesus told us to do, the door cannot be opened. You cannot move forward. So don't think that your degree is enough. Yes, it's a start, but it's not enough. You have to keep being a learner of life. I mean, as you maintain, as you move forward, watch what's going to happen. I mean, the average American spends less than $10 a year on their brain in order to advance the income. And I tell you right now, if you're frustrated with your income, it's simply because that is what the world is willing to pay you because you get paid in relation to the value that you bring. So how valuable are you to your organization? How valuable are you to society? How valuable are you to people? How many problems do you solve for people? How many problems have you become for people? And you get paid in relation to the amount of problems you solve for people. And when you look at a brain surgeon, I mean, they get paid good money because he solves a problem. When there's a tumor on your brain, he studied or she studied to show him or herself approved. And now they take a scalpel, they cut into intricate places in your brain to remove that tumor. And when you come out and it's a successful operation, they get remunerated well. Look at soccer players or sportsmen around the world when they are skillful, when they have value, when people want to buy products or shirts or shoes because those people wear it, they're valuable. And the reason that they are valuable is because they've etched out that value through their time, treasure, and talent. They've sorted out. They've become skillful. And you're not going to increase in life outside of financial secret one. A seed must be planted. So plant a reading seed, plant a book seed, buy a book and read it. It could be the best investment, 300 bucks or 400 bucks in rand. And that could give you, through that book, God could bless you with a multi-million rand idea. You could be busy with something uh, two years ago and in reading the book, God sort of adds to that thing that you couldn't find a solution to. And now he adds to that and you go bam, bam, bam. And next thing, there it is, a finished product. Calling the things that be not as though they are. So come on, my friend. I'm excited about your future because you are destined for a time like this. This is going to be the most productive time of your life. You do not doubt yourself. You do not back off. You don't back down. You don't shy away. You step up. You step out. You pull your shoulders back. You look up to God himself who is in you, who is ahead of you, who is behind you, is around you. He's fighting for you. And as you step, step by faith, I declare over you right now that the dry bones in your life shall live. You shall advance. Amen. That you are a learner in life. You are a skillful person. You will stand before kings. You will not stand before unknown men. I declare you keep being faithful. And as you are faithful over little, God is going to make you ruler over much. God is going to pour out into your heart and your mind an idea that is going to astound those that have written you off way before your time. You're going to astound them. God is going to prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. You watch this space. This year will be an incredible year, but you do not stop. You move forward. You advance and you seek, you knock and you ask and watch as you do that. God is going to bless you because the heart of God is to bless you. Amen. So have an awesome, awesome week. I can't wait to be with you on the other side of the secret tent. Share this with somebody if you believe it. it's going to help somebody, bless somebody. Come on, get busy, get busy, get busy. Tell us on our Instagram page. Tell us on our social media how much this means to you. And I pray that God is going to really, really just increase you in a mighty, mighty way. Have a great, great week. See you on the other side of this in secret Ten. Be blessed. Thank you for subscribing to Leader Breeder Podcast with Aidan Jeffrey. Make sure to catch the next episode of the God's Financial Secrets series every Tuesday.